Hello, I'm Phil Farrow, Chief Meteorologist at WSBN-TV in South Florida, and this is Weather or Not. The future is here, and it has everyone electrified. We're talking electric vehicles. Every major company has them, will have them, or will be rolling down the road in a few years. Even foreign companies are investing in plants in the U.S. to assemble them. You may be switching over sooner than you think. Every car company has a target to be carbon neutral or carbon negative by a certain date. You know, it, whether it's Volvo, whether it's Toyota, whoever it is, their target is to be carbon neutral or carbon negative by a certain date. Meteorologist Brent Cameron covers this story bumper to bumper next on Weather or Not. A record storm season during a pandemic made 2020 unforgettable. This year, count on the seven weather team once again to do what we do best, keep you safe. The latest alerts, the best coverage. That's why we're the storm station, 7 News. It seems electric vehicles are filling a niche that's getting bigger every day. How good are they? What's the range? Brian Cameron looks under the hood. What title can I give you? I know you're auto experts, but uh, what else can I say? Circus clowns is usually good. <laughs> um, yeah, auto experts, transportation experts, whichever you like. You can title us after you've done the interview. That's sometimes better. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm meteorologist Frank Cameron. We focused a lot on hot topics this season on whether or not, and nothing seems hotter than the electric vehicle revolution. This week, we take you to really the epicenter of the action at the Los Angeles Auto Show, where EVs get the spotlight. Joining me, Nick Miles, Mike Caudill, auto experts. And tell us, guys, what about the excitement you're already noticing there? I know it's press day, but uh, tell me what uh, what you anticipate. Uh, the anticipation, my friend, is is electrics, and we've been saying it for a bunch of years. Mike and I have been telling everybody, stand by for electrics, stand by for electrics. I think the chip crisis kind of got in the way, and a lot of automakers put their uh, announcements back and back and back. But this LA Auto Show was definitely an explosion of electrics. I think 90% of the new cars on the floor here were electrics. Uh, I think starting off with uh, Fisker's new Ocean, which was the announcement of an electric car, which you've anticipated for a bunch of years. And it was actually absolutely um, a, a, an amazing announcement with their first electric car, 550 horsepower, a range of 350 miles, zero to 60 in 3.6 seconds. And accompanied by a whole bunch of facts and numbers, but it doesn't really speak to how beautiful the car is to look at and how inexpensive it is. Uh, starting price of $37,499, after you count for the federal tax rebate, you're getting an electric car for under $30,000 starting price, wow. which nobody could believe was actually gonna happen. Now, when are those gonna be rolling off the production line? Yeah, so you know what, they've got a, they've got four different trim levels and they're gonna start uh, with a first edition model. Uh, Wednesday of this previous week, so that was yesterday here at the auto show, they've announced that from one year from that date, they will start building them. So you'll see them start to roll 
off the assembly line in early 2023, but they've already started taking pre-orders, which is fantastic about it. You know, we're looking at pre-orders, $250 down payment. And that's great because people are already putting their money down to get into this vehicle. And because they have four different trim levels, as Nick was saying about that price, the best part about it is you're going to be able to look at it from a pricing standpoint and fit into any model. Now, how many other auto companies are there at the show? And uh, will some of those be unveiling new electric vehicles that haven't even been uh, announced yet? Yeah, I mean, you'll see things like Subaru doing their first electric car called the Solterra. Uh, th that car, Lutean, and 20 miles on a single charge. Now, that's uh, an SUV, right? Yeah, it's an SUV. Uh, Subaru is sort of famous for their all-wheel drive system. Uh, the, the thing that surprised me most about it is they're saying it'll charge uh, about to 80% in just about an hour on a level two charger. So that's the big news from them. Is that one of the main concerns for a lot of folks, maybe starting to think about electric vehicles, the concern about how long it might take to charge and whether they could possibly get stranded uh, if they don't have a charging station in sight? I think... I just got my very first electric car. I got a Ford Mark E GT. And as soon as you get one, that sort of evaporates, right? Um, I've never used a public charger with my car. I just charge it at home. And as soon as you start to get into the rhythm of how you use it and what you use, it completely changes. And there's so many electric cars appearing now. When you actually make the leap, you learn how to use it. And that's the difference is you learn how it fits in your lifestyle. If you're not driving huge distances every day, electric fits into your lifestyle. I was just going to add to it. You know, it's kind of the crawl before you walk, walk before you run, run before you sprint. You know, there's yeah. also a lot of discussion around plug-in hybrid electric vehicles as well. You know, there's the Lincoln Corsair that's here. And it's the first time they've integrated, you know, plug-in hybrid electric version, the same technology that comes off the aviator. So, you know, you get 28 miles of pure electricity. And, you know, according to J.D. Power, the average daily commute is about 47 miles. Uh, and that's round trip, which even post-COVID still seems like a lot. So, you know, what's great about this show is that they're really using it to, to showcase, if you will, everything that's happening in electrification. Now, when you guys talk about hybrid vehicles, would you say that's almost like a baby step version of uh, getting into a pure EV, taking uh, maybe the route of uh, getting into a hybrid? I would say that a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle is, right? So a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle, you're going to have the power of two different types of you know, types of technologies. You're going to have a gas powertrain mated with an electric powertrain. So it's like you can you can test and see how far you can get on that range. Nick owns a Mustang Mach-E. I actually have had two Ford, and I kind of bite my tongue as I say it, the <laughs> Ford C-Max plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. I've had two of those. I love that vehicle, and that's the best part is I can play around with electrification with those vehicles. And, and one of the things I think people are really going to be happy about these days would be the idea of not going to a gas station, especially facing those escalating gas prices. No, you know, we know gas prices, are, they're not constant, but you know, electricity prices aren't necessarily constant either, but things are changing so rapidly. We're seeing name brands uh, appear or non-name brands appear in the market. Um, Vietnam's first uh, car company said they're building a factory in the United States for the first mm -hmm. time, VinFast. They're coming to the United States with a new brand next year. They'll be selling the E35 and E36. You know, Toyota saying that their brand is going to become highly electrified by 2030, which will include their BZ4X for the first time. Ford saying the Transit's also going to get an electrified power base 
Um, you know, everybody is giving us options in electrification, including the new Tundra is going to get a hybrid. So even trucks are going uh, electrified. And Nick mentioned a minute ago, he mentioned the Solterra, you know, Toyota's coming out with, they've gone from concept now to production with the Toyota BZ4X. I mean, we're talking 250 miles of pure electric range. I mean, it's, it's the way the technology is going. Everyone is north of 200 miles when it comes to range. And I, you know, I think the most interesting thing, and Nick can talk about this even more directly with his electric vehicle is that range anxiety is almost the thing of the past, right? Yeah. Um, especially in major metropolitan cities. Sure. Now these, when you talk about these new companies versus maybe the old style wards, the, some of these basic uh, main companies uh, that we've heard about for years and years, they're starting to adopt the electric vehicles for most of their fleet. Is Am I right? Yeah, I mean, this this is it. Toyota's, you know, made this big announcement that that 10% of their vehicles will be battery electric by 2030. 80% of their vehicles will be electrified in some form by 2030. And they have a target. I mean, every car company has a target to be carbon neutral or carbon negative by a certain date. You know, it, whether it's Volvo, whether it's Toyota, wh whoever it is, their target is to be carbon neutral or carbon negative by a certain date. And that is the goal to actually be reducing the amount of carbon that's in the atmosphere and produce not just, and, and Subaru is an amazing uh, example of that. At their plant in, in, um, in Indiana, they actually have a zero uh, footprint for their, for their plants. There is no landfill that comes out of their plant. So every light bulb is recycled. There is nothing that comes out of their plant. So even in the manufacturing of vehicles, there is no greenhouse emissions. And, and let me touch on something that Nick just said a minute ago and going back to the Fisker Ocean for a minute, right? We talk about the sexy design of the vehicle. We talk about what's under the, you know, the proverbial hood, if you will, with the two different electric powertrains. But talking about the interior for a minute, you know, they're calling it a vegan interior. Uh, they're using recycled products. So, for example, fishnets are used to make the floor mats on the inside of this vehicle. The, the wow. way of the industry is moving towards sustainability, and you're going to get that with vehicles like the Fisker Ocean, uh, you know, the vehicles like the Solterra. I mean, what's that's actually what's most interesting to me about the Solterra from Subaru is the fact that they're going to stay true to their off-road adventure-minded enthusiasts with an all-wheel drive, higher you know, version off the ground, ability to ford through water with that vehicle. And guys, what can you tell me about the horsepower of some of these uh, put out from the electric motor? I, I can tell you, first of all, when you just see a number from somewhere like Fisker, which is 550 horsepower out of an electric vehicle, that's crazy. The numbers are crazy. My Ford Mark E GT, zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds officially, I'm getting faster numbers than that. You, you, you know, this, this ocean, 3.6 seconds for an SUV, crazy numbers. No transmission. No transmission. No yeah. transmission. <laughs> Remember the old, sure, train, the old train sets torque. that you have? It's yeah. dialing. It's like dialing a dial, and as you go up, the tr the power is applied immediately yeah. to the train set. It's the same yeah. way in an electric car. There's no transmission. As you apply the power, it gets faster. You will be so shocked at how fast these vehicles go. And here's something everybody wants to know: Have you guys been able to test drive? Have you had that opportunity to test drive some of these at the auto show, or will you? Yeah, in fact, Ford have a test track in here with they a marquee. Do. You can yep. actually drive them and get rides in the Lightning uh, electric truck around the track here. And do you have a, a favorite maybe you want to test drive that you haven't? We, we try not to have favorites. I can tell you, <laughs> test driving and dreaming are free. And that's where we always leave exactly. it every time. We'll yep. tell you, test drive and dreaming are free. Do it every day. Every day. Now, the um, LA 
auto show could not come at a better time because of the news headlines these days, especially with the current EV boom. Even yesterday, President Biden was uh, touring a factory in Detroit. You may have heard and drove an electric, I believe it was an electric Hummer. Uh, will these battery powered cars, these bigger cars, get the buyers who might be otherwise worried about gas prices? I think as batteries get bigger, you'll get more buyers into them. Field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, if you right? build it, and they will come. If you look at what General Motors is doing overall as a corporation right now, Nick and I throw out numbers all the time in regards to, you know, Toyota is a great example. You know, 10% of their vehicles by 2030 are going to be all electric, right? These are numbers that are just kind of arbitrary, you know, to the general consumer at home, but they're actually a strategy, right? So General Motors saying, hey, look, by 2030, we're going to have, 25 or 30, you know, fully electric vehicles, you know, they're already going down range with that right now with the Hummer EV, you've got the Bolt, um, you've got just some incredible technology and it's now mainstay. Look at the, the Cadillac brand, the Lyric, the Celestic, all electric. <laughs> so guys, I'm a TV meteorologist and I'm part of my job is making forecasts. I want to see if you guys can make a bit of a forecast as to what we can expect with electric vehicles in say 10 or 20 years. Um, I think you're going to see emergence of a whole new bunch of technology. You'll see charging become uh, something very much like cell phones then when you drive on the totally. charging pads. Yep. But you'll see emergence of other technologies like hydrogen, which is actually electric. Um, so you'll see hydrogen engines emerge. You'll see, uh, you know, things will change in 10 or 20 years. If I could predict it for you, but I would say watch this space. So many things are going to happen. <laughs> and, pay, and pay attention to the things that are happening around the auto industry as well. So if you think about your smart cities of the future, uh, I know in particular a solar roadway exists at a place called the Curiosity Lab in Peachtree Corners, Georgia, where they're pulling power off the heat of the highway to provide power for electric vehicles. I mean, you will at some point have electric vehicles dialed 100% into the grid where you are pulling power potentially while driving the vehicle. I mean, the Fisker right, Ocean has a solar roof. You get 2,000 miles additional a year of electrification with the, with the Fisker Ocean from a solar roof. Thanks a lot to Mike and Nick, auto experts at the LA Auto Show. Guys, thanks a lot for your time. I appreciate it. Thank hey, you buddy, so much. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks, Brett. Next week is our final episode for this season. The entire staff will chat about what we've learned with all the interviews conducted, Plus, we'll chat with hurricane seasonal forecasting guru from Colorado State University, Phil Klotzbach. We'll review the season numbers and look ahead as well. That's on our next episode on November 30th. If you have a question that we can answer or have a comment, please send me an email at pfarrow at wsbn.com. Also, it would be really nice if you would subscribe to our podcast. You can always follow us on Twitter and Facebook and at 7Weather and, of course, live on air at WSVN7. Thanks for joining us. Please tell all your friends about us. We need all the listeners we can get. Until next time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Phil Farrell.